Welcome to Brad Kyle's Brad's Motor Works podcast. We'll be talking about some things about BMW, some things of cars in general, and some things about car repair. I hope you find it educational, enlightening, and I hope it increases your understanding of your car. And maybe along the way we'll have some fun too. Thank you for listening, and here we go. Episode number 174, LTFT and STFT, Fuel Trim Diagnostics. What the hell is he talking about? (laughs) Uh, This one's going to be an article from a trade magazine, and I'll just real quickly, and I'm sure he talks about it in the article, but LTFT means long trim, excuse me, boy, (laughs) oh, jeez, long-term fuel trim. And STFT means short-term fuel trim, okay? Uh, this will be explained in the article. It's just, this is, I'm, I'm doing this one because it's something that a technician who does drivability complaints or is trying to figure out, you know, poor fuel mileage or rough running or bad idle or whatever the case may be, this is information that can be pulled out from the car via a good quality scan tool, okay, is with what's called long-term and short-term fuel trims. And basically what it is is where the the computer is either adding or subtracting fuel to try to compensate for either a situation where there's either too much air or not enough air or too much fuel or not enough fuel, okay? So these are trims. In other words, they're they're small adjustments that are made um, to trim the amount of fuel that's going into the engine, okay? So I felt this was, uh, you know, good for you to to know. Again, it's a, it is a technical article. Um, it doesn't mean that you have to, you know, understand technical stuff. It's just it's arming you with more information that when you're talking to the technician or the shop owner that you'll have a better understanding of what it is they're doing on your car, and hopefully they're looking at things like this when they're trying to diagnose problems, okay? Uh, so we'll go from there. Uh, again, this is an article I'm going to be reading from a trade magazine. It's called Underhood Service, and the article was written by Andrew Markell, who he does quite a bit. He's quite a prolific technical writer. So, uh, Again, real quick, uh, if you want to get a hold of me via email, it's bkpodcast5 at gmail.com. I'm also on LinkedIn under Brad's Motorworks, so if you ever want to get a hold of me, why don't we go from there? So, fuel tram diagnostics. The modern engine measures two things extremely well. The amount of air going into the combustion chamber with the mass airflow, which also is MAF or MAF sensor, and the byproducts that are generated by the combustion event with the oxygen sensor. These measurements allow the engine's computer to put the right amount of fuel and spark into the cylinder to provide the most efficient and cleanest combustion event. To gain a better spectacular perspective on fuel trims, think about how older analog vehicles dealt with changing fuel and air mixtures. In practice, carburetors are stuck with a limited range of fuel trim due to fixed jets. To get a cold engine to start, a carburetor would block off the air to a venturi with a choke. The fuel mix would be richer and the engine could start. If a carburetor runs into issues with challenges to add, with excuse me changes to added altitude or fuel quality, it can't change the jetting on the fly. The engine runs either a little or too or a lot too rich or too lean. This was a big struggle for many carbureted engines as they crossed the Rockies, or if they are filled with gasoline that was not up to specifications. But fuel injected engines are able to compensate by changing fuel trim and the open time for the injectors. Since there is less oxygen, the engine will need less fuel. Less fuel means a leaner fuel trim and less power. 
This adjustment comes at the detriment of performance by taking away fuel. He's talking about like going over the Rockies, okay, where the, the a later model car with fuel injection has the ability to realize that you're going up in altitude. There's less oxygen model, molecules for every given intake stroke, and so the engine needs less fuel. A old-style carbureted car didn't have the ability to make those adjustments, okay? So, it also works in the opposite direction. If unmetered air makes its way past the MAP sensor, the oxygen sensor will detect a lean combustion event. The ECM will then instruct the injectors to pulse for a longer period of time. This increases fuel consumption and decreases fuel economy. The ECM can compensate for only minor changes for so long before it becomes unbalanced and can no longer add or restrict fuel to achieve a proper oxygen sensor reading. This is when codes are set for a too rich or too lean fuel trim. A restrictive air filter may not set a code, but the restriction and compromised fuel trim will hurt the power and efficiency. The same is true for fuel quality. Injected engines can compensate for changes in fuel ignitability and concentrations of ethanol. The systems have practically eliminated bad gas being blamed for drivability problems. What are fuel trims? Fuel trim is the engine's computer, let's start over. Fuel trim is the adjustment the engine computer makes to the fuel mixture to maintain a balanced air-fuel ratio. Either the engine is taking away fuel or adding fuel so the exhaust byproducts measured by the oxygen sensors add up to an efficient operation. A positive number means the fuel system is adding fuel by lengthening the injector pulses, so more fuel goes into the combustion chamber. A negative number means the engine is taking fuel away by shortening the injector pulse. A rich fuel mixture can produce more power up to a point, but it also increases fuel consumption and emissions. Conversely, a lean fuel mixture reduces fuel consumption but can also increase emissions if the mixture is so lean that it fails to ignite and causes lean misfire. Accurate fuel trim values require an accurate feedback signal from the oxygen, centers and oxygen sensor. Otherwise, the engine computer has no way of knowing whether the fuel mixture is running rich or lean. When the engine is shut off, the fuel trim values are retained in the computer's memory, so the next time the vehicle is driven, it can, be, it can pick up where it left off. Erasing the computer's memory with a scan tool or disconnecting the battery or the PCM power supply to clear codes also wipes the fuel trim values, which means the computer has to start learning the fuel adjustment all over again the next time the engine runs. How to read fuel trim. The engine must be started and running to read the fuel trim information. Choose the option that allows you to read system live data, which varies depending on the scan tool. This will display a long list of sensor outputs and other readings called PIDs, which is parameter IDs. There will be two, there will be two fuel trim values. Short-term fuel trim, STFT, values change rapidly and can bounce around quite a bit depending on engine load, speed, temperature, and other operating conditions. Readings may jump as much as 25% or more in either direction depending on loads, throttle position, and engine speed. Long-term fuel trim, or LTFT, is a longer-term average of what the engine computer has been doing to balance the fuel mixture over a predetermined interval of time. Values normally range from negative 10% to positive 10%. This value is a more accurate indicator of how the fuel mixture is being connected to compensate. Corrected, boy. Let's try that again. This value is a more accurate indicator of how the fuel mixture is being corrected 
to compensate for changes in the air-fuel ratio that are occurring inside the engine. With both fuel trims, it is critical to see the system is making corrections to bring the engine into the correct fuel trim for efficient operation. The ECM is not immediately reacting to fuel trim. Instead, it is reacting and correcting and then measuring. If you see a fuel trim pegged high or low at the maximum limits, there could be problems like an intake manifold leak or a fuel injector that is stuck open. Fuel trims are not the final word for diagnostics, only a starting point. Understanding air filters and fuel trims. If a filter is clogged or restrictive, it will show a negative fuel trim value, which means the engine computer is subtracting fuel, decreasing the pulse width or on time of the fuel injectors to reduce the amount of fuel injected into the engine. This is done to lean out the fuel mixture to compensate for what it perceives as a rich running or choked condition. Positive fuel trim air filter diagnostics are a little more complicated. If an air filter or air induction system is delivering more than the normal amount of air, it will cause the oxygen sensor to detect a lean condition. It will add more fuel and causes the fuel trim to be positive. Okay. So that's the end of that one. A bit of a quickie, a uh, little bit technical, but again, it's these are things that, you know, technicians, if they're good and they're well-trained and they're using the information and the knowledge they have, these are some of the things they're bringing into the uh, diagnostic situation uh, when they're trying to fix your car, okay? So at least by you knowing about some of this stuff, it gives you a better understanding of what they're going through. Uh, and, you know, and again, it, it allows you to be able to maybe ask some questions. I mean, and the more informed you are and the more knowledge you have about your car within reason, assuming you want to have that knowledge, uh, you know, the better able you're going to be able to talk with a technician or the shop owner and understand what it is they're doing or not doing. Um, you know, if you have a shop that, that doesn't have a good quality scan tool, or if they don't have what's called a five gas exhaust analyzer, um, then that, you know, I'm not to say it's a bad shop, but they haven't taken the time and the expense to properly equip themselves to really be able to, to go in and, and find out for sure what's going on. So these are all things that you can check into. So, um, you know, none of this equipment is cheap, let me tell you. Uh, you know, me being a one-man shop, I've had to collect equipment and spend money over a period of time. And, um, I mean, a five-gas exhaust analyzer, when I bought mine, which was many years ago, it was over $4,000. God only knows what they are now. Who knows? Five, six, seven, eight thousand? I have no idea. You know, I take care of mine. And, and yeah, again, it's, it's, it's a way of that particular piece of equipment allows you to verify what's actually coming out the tail end of the car, out the exhaust. So, uh, anyway, hopefully you got something out of it. And, um, again, if you want to get a hold of me via email, it's bkpodcast5 at gmail.com. And I'm also on LinkedIn under Brad's Motorworks. So, uh, I hope you, again, got something out of this one. I hope you have a fantastic day and a great tomorrow. Thank you again for listening. Thank you for listening to this episode. It's been an honor and a privilege to spend time with you. I hope you found this of value. Please share it with family and friends. Above all else, with all you're getting, get understanding. May God bless you and keep you. And thank you again.